Hello and welcome to another episode of How Good Sport. Thank you for joining me. We're rocking and rolling with another team preview. This morning we're looking at the Gold Coast Titans. Probably one of the more frustrating teams to watch, the Gold Coast Titans. You can't help but love them with some of the players they have. Campbell, Brimson, Fafida, Tino. and They play a very exciting brand of footy, but their defense is just so soft at times. And They can turn it up and let in three or four tries in five minutes to undo 60 minutes of fantastic football. So I want to see a lot more from the Titans this year. Obviously, it's been a big trend for them. We know they play exciting football. They do it year in, year out, but then their defense just fucking stinks it up and and they can't match up with these top sides. So watching some of their highlights from last year, they were just so soft on the edges in particular. There were games against Penrith and Melbourne, for example, where they were right in the game, but as the game progressed and got to around the sort of 60, 65-minute mark, those Top quality players from Penrith and Melbourne were just able to pick apart the edges so easily. And, and that's one area that Desi will no doubt be looking to improve. We know that Desi really prides himself on defence. He's coming into a pretty exciting young squad here with the Titans. It's going to be really cool to see what Desi can cultivate with these guys. Like I said, the, the Titans are such a young squad, and that's one really exciting thing. You look at Tino, he's only 24 years old, and he's the captain of the side. He's already won a comp. He's... He's already notched up 10-plus Origin games, I think, and you've got Fafita, who's around the same age. So also guys like Brimson, Campbell at fullback. There's a lot of youth. These guys are very young, and they've already got quite a few games of first grade under their belt. So it's pretty exciting. It's going to be cool to see what Desi can do, a new coach. Um, yeah, it's exciting times ahead for the Gold Coast Titans. We obviously saw Holbrook get sacked mid-season last year when the Titans were in the eight. That was a really tough decision, but I think it was one that needed to be made. And Des Hasler's a, an experienced coach. He's won grand finals, and, and every time he seems to come to a new club, he, he has success straight away. So I think he'll have that effect with the Titans, definitely. Titans probably haven't had a coach like this on the Gold Coast since John Cartwright in their early years, who was someone who had had some success with the Roosters. Other, other than that, like the coaches that the Gold Coast have seen haven't really had a whole lot of success. So with... Uh, Desi, they have someone who can, you know, draw on success and, and being in successful teams, successful cultures with experienced players around. Obviously, the bit of, bit of news around Fafida and Campbell being out injured for the first three to five weeks of the comp, which is hardly ideal. Like these are two of the guys that are very important pieces of the puzzle for the Titans in attack. They create so many opportunities. You know, the Titans have a couple of pretty winnable games against the Dogs and Dragons and a, a bye in the first three rounds. So. They want to hope they can get away with uh, wins in those two games while Fafida and Campbell are out. I think there's been a bit of talk about Keanu Kinney playing fullback whilst Campbell's out. Obviously, Desi's come out and said that um, AJ Brimson's going to play in the centres so that Campbell can play fullback. But I think if you've got Campbell out for the first four rounds, you've got to put Brimson back to fullback. It's not like he needs a full preseason to slot back a fullback. He knows what he's doing there. He's played four or five years of first grade now, so that's a no-brainer for me. Uh, I know Kinney's electric and he's an exciting young player. But it's a bit of what-if with him, whereas with AJ Brimson, we know we're going to get. He's a fantastic support player. He can ball play. He can create opportunities with a short kicking game and his running game is electric. So in my eyes, it's, it's really a no-brainer. I think it's really important for the Titans to have a good start to the season, particularly with some of those really winnable matches. I think if they were to go the first four rounds without Campbell, Brimson's in the centres and Kinney as maybe 
and I'm not wishing upon him to have bad games or anything, but what I'm just saying is that he's not as experienced as an AJ Brimson and he's probably not going to give you the output that you want or you need in those first three or four crucial rounds. So if they get to round three or four and they've only won one game, um, it's hardly ideal going into some harder games as the season progresses. So, um, you know, I've been wrong oft- more often than not, so we'll see. Kinney might kill it. Uh, Brimson might still have a really good impact and, and play that roaming role from centre, so it might still work out. But uh, there is a part of me that feels like the Titans just need to make a big decision around AJ and Campbell and what that setup looks like. Again, like I said, I might have egg on my face at the end of the season. The Titans might make the eight. Brimson might be centre of the year and Campbell might be fullback of the year. Who knows? Maybe it'll work really well. But I get the feeling that with these both these guys in the same team, you can't have them both in the same team and not playing fullback. And I think sometimes it's a bit of an embarrassment of riches. And when you have that situation, you kind of have to bite the bullet. So I wonder, do we get to the end of the season and we see the Titans having to make a hard decision? Because if you were to let AJ Brimson get pissed off because he's not playing fullback and the Titans have had another lackluster season, I think that would be a real mismanagement where the Titans might fuck up. And I think AJ Brimson uh, needs to be playing fullback and he might seek out another club elsewhere if, you know, like I said, they have a shit season and he doesn't get the opportunity at fullback. So be interested to see how that plays out. The Titans do have a tricky draw. The first six rounds are pretty good. Like I said, they play the Dolphins, Dragons, the Raiders, and the Doggies in the first six rounds. So whilst they have some key injuries, they'll still consider them win- winnable games. Um, they'll want to win at least three of those first six games with the buys. So coming out of that with eight points would be very handy. They use up all their buys by round 17. So we've talked a little bit about what's the ideal buy setup in some of the podcasts we've done. With the Titans, they're going to have a few players out, probably for feeder, potentially Brimson if there's injuries, and also Tino. So there's going to be a few players out. So that'll be a good opportunity for them and for the Titans to ensure they don't they're not too um, poorly affected by the origin period. But, um, yeah, it means they have no buyers in the early part of the season and then they play 10 games straight to finish the season, which, yeah, won't be ideal if they're in the top eight and heading into the finals, particularly with some tough games in the last part of the season. They play last year's top eight sides 12 times and then they finish the season against the Roosters, the Knights and Penrith with the last two two games being away. So it's not an ideal draw for a side like the Titans. They could probably do with an easier draw, but it is what it is. If they can be good enough with Desi at the helm, um, then they'll be good enough. The draw won't matter at all. Um, so the team I've put together is for round one, obviously with the news that Campbell is out and also uh, David Fafida. So I think the time period was three to five weeks that they might be out. Hopefully it's... Uh, Shorter than longer. We'll see how that plays out. As I said, I would like to see AJ Brimson at fullback, experienced fullback. Uh, I think he's got a well, well-rounded game. I want to see him playing fullback as opposed to Keanu Kinney. Brimson only played 14 games last year, so we need to see him on the field more. He's had a lot of issues with his hamstrings. Hoping that this year with a full preseason under the belt and looking at that with the physios and the strength and conditioning team, he's been able to sort that out. Even in the 14 games last year, just re-going over the highlights, you can just see the presence and how important Brimson is. He can burn guys on the edge with his sheer speed. He's got a good passing game. He scored four tries in those 14 games, so you probably want to see a few more tries, but he had 12 try assists and a shitload of tackle breaks. 
And a lot of what Brimson does is his support play up the middle. He's always that first player supporting up the middle, and he might not finish off tries, but he's always the one tipping on or or helping set a try up. So he's super important to the Titans this year. Uh, on the left wing, Alofi Campiera, Pereira. Sorry if I've got that wrong. Um, he's such an exciting player. He had a breakout year last year, just sheer speed. If you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. He is just fucking dead set. The flash. Scored a 1,000 tries last year. For Khan Pereira, his defense was pretty average. He missed every third tackle. Um, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt for his first year. We don't expect him to be Iron Man in the first year, but he needs to improve. And a big part of that's his communication and combination with Brian Kelly there on the left. Kelly's you know, a fantastic attacking player as well, but he can be caught out a little bit in defense at times and, and misses his assignments way too often. So I want to see him improving as well. But I am a big fan of Brian Kelly ever since he debuted with the Seagulls. I've been a big fan. I think he's a fantastic runner of the ball. He's quite strong. He can break tackles quite easily. And he's got a pretty silky pair of hands too. So we'll see Brian Kelly have another big year. I think with some of these injuries out in the first round, we'll see Aaron Shook in the centers. There's obviously other guys like Harley Smith-Shields who could jump into that spot. But given that Shoops had a season with the Titans last year, I think we'll see him jump into the center position. On the other wing will be Philip Sammy. He's Mr. Reliable. Last year, he ran for a career-high 177 meters per game. Does a lot of hard work. He's a great finisher. Like I said, very reliable. Generally reads defense really well. He can defuse bombs really well. Um, he can improve on that defense a little bit if we're being super critical. But, you know, Philip Sammy is... He's played Origin, and he's he's generally a, a representative-level player. So Sammy's Mr. Reliable for the Titans and, and keen to see another good season from him. He's pretty important to them and their go-forward coming out of their own half, particularly when some of their workhorse forwards have been doing a lot of work. In the halves, obviously, Kieran Foran. So we saw the impact he had on this side last year. He's one of the better halves in the comp at just straightening up the attack taking the ball to the line, attracting offenders and, and creating overlaps on the outside. And we saw how much Fafita benefited from having Kieran Foran on his inside last year. Fafita had such a big year, whether he was being isolated against the opposition and scoring barge over tries or um, passing, tipping the ball on himself. So I can't remember his exact stats, but uh, Fafita scored a shitload of tries and he set up a lot as well, had one of his better years and um, really um, – push back against a lot of the criticism he's got, which was fair given the amount of dough that he was getting paid for not a lot of output. So it was really good to see for Fafita improve outside of Kieran Foran there. Obviously, Foran's getting on these days and can be injury prone, which is understandable given the warrior he's been. He's such a tough hombre and, it's, yeah, it's understandable that a guy like that is prone to some injuries, but hopefully he can get a few more games on the field, being able to forge and develop that combination with Tanner Boyd, super important for the Titans and, their ability to push for the finals this year. On that man, Tanner Boyd, I've, I've been a big fan of Tanner Boyd since he came into this Gold Coast side. Uh, from what I understand, he was uh, one of these touted guys coming through juniors and Aussie schoolboys, but I, I feel like he's been dicked around a little bit by the Titans. With some of their halves, they've had like Ash Taylor. He hasn't been given that opportunity in the halves. He's played off the bench. He's played at hooker. He's played at 5'8". So it's been good to see him last year get that opportunity at halfback to be consistent and just become, uh, you know, be in a stable position where he's backed by his coach and had a, has an opportunity to develop his game. And he's got a great running game. He's a really solid defender. 
Um, kicking game's not bad. It's definitely an area he can improve, and I'm sure over the offseason, that's been one thing in particular he will have improved on. In the front row, Milwaukee Fodawaka. He's an absolute beast. Had one of his better years last year. We saw him find his way back into the Origin Arena, and he had a fantastic game. He's one of these players that, I mean, every fucking Maroons player does it. I fucking can't stand it, that bloody Queensland spirit. But he jumps into that arena and just goes to another level. And that's part of the reason why he's so important to the Gold Coast Titans, bringing that experience back into the side so that the rest of the team can see what it is to be like a a representative player, to prepare like a representative player and go to that next level when you've reached those bigger games. Hopefully for the Titans, that means finals this year and an experienced player like Milwaukee Fodawaka will be super important for them. He's a very reliable defender, makes plenty of metres and post-contact metres. So we're looking forward to seeing Milwaukee Fodawaka at hooker, Sammy Verrills, big fan of him as an ex-rooster. We saw what he did in his first season with the Chooks, won a grand final, scored a really important try at the start of that grand final. He hasn't had a heap of luck with injury, did his ACL at the Chooks, and then uh, didn't find a whole heap of game time last year for the Titans. But I think he he provides a great running option. He's got good game awareness, good service, and I think we're going to see a big year for Verrills. I think he'll start to jump towards that sort of Top five, six, seven hookers in the game. I think he's got a lot of ability and he's just one of these guys that needs a lot more time on the field with some senior experienced players around him. Obviously, the other prop will be the captain, Tino Fasuamala Awe. Tino just provides so much for this side and, and that's why he's captain at such a young age. And like I said, he's only 24, which is unbelievable. Seems like this bloke's been around forever and ever. Um but it's just, you know, he's just come into the game and just been so good from the minute. He played for the Storm, won a comp with them, brought that experience to the Titans. Hasn't had the success he would have wanted, but the fact that he's only 24 and Fafida and Brimson and all these guys are so young, like I said, is super exciting for the Titans. And with an experienced coach, it's going to be great to see whether Tino can take his game to that next level. Obviously, he's got a fucking high ceiling, which he's reached already, but I don't see why he can't push that ceiling even higher. I wouldn't mind seeing Tino just get a little bit more of a rest so that his impact can be a little bit more. Um, but when he does play, you know, he plays consistent minutes. He scores really important tries, gets quick play the balls, offloads, defends like a warrior, but he does need some more help this year. And, and that might mean help from the coach being able to tap him on the shoulder and just say, mate, you need a little bit of a rest. You need to trust in some of your other players. And some of these other players are guys like his brother or Payne Haas's brother, young guys coming through. Keenan Palacia from the Broncos is going to provide some good relief for Tino. So he's got a lot of support. Hopefully Desi can get in his ear and just say, mate, fucking chill. Trust your players. Come on, do your best for a certain amount of time and then have a rest and, and come back for a second effort. On the edge, Bo Furmore comes back into the side. He's a welcome addition with Fafita out. Obviously Fafita owns that left edge, but when uh, Bo Furmore has been a constant for this Gold Coast side, he's played on that left edge. So no doubt we're going to see him jump on the left edge for the time that Fafita's out. I love the impact he has in attack. Runs a great line, creates a lot of line breaks, tackle breaks. We saw him in that final against the Roosters a couple of years that they butchered. He nearly won him the game with a big line break in that semifinal. He can have moments like that. So he's going to be a really key feature for the Titans, whether he ends up starting on that right edge. I dare say he probably will push over to the right edge once we see Fafita come back into the fold. On the other edge, I think Cleese Haas will probably start from what I'm hearing. I haven't seen a heap of him, uh, but what I did see was that he's a very solid defender, so 
it's good to have him alongside Tanner Boyd on that right edge as well. Um, I think to start the year, we'll see Isaac Liu at lock. Obviously, Isaac's getting on a bit. He probably uh, that probably reflected a bit for him last year in terms of some of his output dropping off and didn't have a great year statistically, but he does provide some experience. He's a very handy ball playing lock, so it's a good way for the Titans to start the season. I think um, as the year goes on, we'll probably see him regress to the bench and we might see someone like an Aaron Clark jump into that lock spot. But I think to start the season with some experienced forwards out, I think it's important to have someone like an Isaac Liu on the field with his voice at the start of the year. On the bench, I think we'll see Aaron Clark. Uh, I love what Aaron Clark does. He's a bit of a fucking wind-up toy, sort of in the mould of your Brandon Smith that was coming off the bench for the Melbourne Storm. Um, I really love what he provides off the bench. Uh, He can ball play. He can take tough carries. He's a very solid physical defender. And like I said, he might jump in and steal that 13 jersey from Isaac Liu as the season progresses. The other spot on the bench, Jamin Jolliffe, underrated at times, I feel. Just sort of comes on the field, does his job, but he provides a lot of good go forward. He's a handy bench player, and he can come on and get you 100 metres and tackle his heart out, which is really important for the Titans. And and like I said, I think he can provide that good option to provide a bit of relief for your Tinos and your Moeys. Like just because these guys have big motors, it doesn't mean they have to blunt themselves and run themselves thin into the ground. So Jolliffe will provide a bit of relief. Next will be Keenan Palacia. He's a great pickup from the Broncos. I wouldn't be surprised at some point he gets a few starting gigs throughout the years. He ran for 150 metres in a grand final in only 38 minutes. That was a fucking huge effort. So I think Payne Haas, who obviously would have played 60 or 70 minutes, he ran for 150 metres. And Paddy Carrigan was the only other forward to run for more metres than Keenan Palacia. He ran for about 158. So for a rookie in his first grand final, coming on against that fucking epic front row of the Penrith Panthers. That was a huge effort. And unfortunately, they didn't get the win, but he certainly helped um, helped the Broncos big time in, in their effort to try and win that grand final. So he's going to be big for the Titans this year. Great signing. They'll relish having another player who has experienced what it's like to be amongst the grand final, just to add a few more of these guys into the squad. Helps with that belief and understanding of, of what it takes to get to a grand final. So you, you throw in him, you've obviously got Tino, you got Foran, and then you throw in Desi. So a few more pieces and barrels as well. There's a there's a bit more experience, big game experience to help drive these guys and create that belief that they can be a top side. I think rounding out the bench, we'll see Isaac Fasuamala'awe, Tino's brother. We saw glimpses of what he can do last year. He obviously developed more this year and no doubt be motivated by his brother and what he can do. What I did see from Fasua Malaawi is a very, very solid defender, doesn't miss many tackles, has a good output in his defense. So he'll come on and help really secure that forward and that middle area of the field uh, when he comes on for the Titans throughout the game. Um, Some other guys to watch for the Titans coming through from their squad. For anyone following my guy and the watch content, you would have seen uh, there's a young prop called Josiah Pahalu. He's getting a run in the trial this week for the Titans. He's in the reserve squad, but obviously there's unlimited interchange in these trials, so he's definitely going to get a run off the bench. A young fellow who came into the first-grade squad, I believe he trained with the first-grade squad last year, so it's actually his second preseason. There's big raps on him. He's got a motor. He reminds me a lot of Moe Fodawaka. Uh, he's not a huge guy, but very stocky, um, 
quick leg drive, strong legs. So he'll be someone to watch out for. Might not break into the first grade side this year, but I suppose with some of the players potentially out for origin, there's every chance he could. And he's got an opportunity to put his best foot forward this weekend in that trial match. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Josiah can do. There's great depth in the back line for the Titans. When they're full strength, you're going to have guys like Keanu Kinney, Ken Mamalo, Harley Smith-Shields, and Aaron Shoup that are likely to miss out. Um, obviously, Ken Mamalo is the bulk of that experience there, but when you put all these guys together, there's you know 100, 100 to 200 games of first-grade experience there on the bench. So provides good depth for them. They're obviously going to have injuries throughout the year. There's a couple of injury-prone guys in that back line. So I'm sure that gives Desi some faith that he's got good depth to ensure that this side stays together. Other guys to watch out for is Tommy Weaver. He's a promising young half. We saw him get an opportunity last year and absolutely kicked his ass out. I think he kicked for some ridiculous record like 800 metres or something, which is crazy. And I'm not sure whether that's the all-time kicking metres record or just for a young player on debut if that's the kicking record. But either way, it was very impressive. Big raps on him. So we will see him get some games. Let's be honest, Kieran Four, and he's just like a walking mummy with so much fucking strapping tape on him. There is going to be opportunities for Tom Weaver throughout the year. So it's going to be good to see whether he can uh, put his best foot forward and show us what he's got. One of these young halves, we just got to be patient with him. We put way too much pressure on these young halves and expect so much. But to come into the NRL off the back of sometimes these guys don't play a lot of Queensland Cup, so they're playing still against younger Adults, so they need that opportunity in Queensland Cup just to understand the physicality, having the pressure, these kind of things is really important to come into first grade and translate and develop their game at that level. So um, that's the 17 for the Titans. That's the squad. Really exciting year for these guys. Um, in my prediction, I had them finishing 9 to 12. I just think um, there's a few question marks with these guys, even though they've got some really talented and exciting guys. The the injuries at the start of the season, certainly not ideal. Whilst they've got Desi coming in, um, I thought the Desi effect initially might be enough to see them make the top eight, but I'm a bit worried about their draw as well. We talked a little bit about um, the timing of their buys throughout the year and, and then some of those games, the 12 games against top eight sides and finishing with some tough road games uh, will might count against them. I could be wrong, but I think it's going to be pretty tough for them to beat uh, potentially a side like Newcastle with a lot of momentum at home and then Roosters and Penrith who are, you know, sides that are tipped to be title contenders. So it could be a tricky year for the Titans, but it might just be another opportunity for them to start to really build on this squad and, and have a framework for them to build on next year. There's a lot of youth in this side. There's good depth. So I think the Titans season... Um, I think it'll be a good season, but probably not a season that's going to see them finish in the top eight. But they're one of these sides that you do really want to see well. They play an exciting brand of football. So I hope they do finish in the top eight and scare a few sides in the later part of the year. Um, looking forward to seeing what they can do in the trial match this year and in generally what they can do throughout the year. But thank you for tuning in, guys. We're going to have more of these previews coming out over the next few days. We might even have a couple of interviews coming your way next week. Otherwise, have a great weekend and we'll talk soon.